Hello and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your Life Transitions Coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. The Softer Side with Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice offers life transitions coaching and interviews with coaches, consultants, and expert entrepreneurs. Join us in our live chat room during our YouTube live streams at thesofterside.live every Wednesday and Friday at 4 o'clock p.m. So how do we find our one goal? How do we restrain ourselves to really focusing? Um, I looked up the definition of restraint, and to me it made more sense to use that in this instance rather than constraint. I looked at both, and restraint made more sense to me. Restraint is a measure or condition that keeps someone or something under control or within limits. So how do we limit our attention to just that one thing that we really want to get accomplished the most? Text messages going on. Hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, you can also text us at that phone number, 202-815-1171. That works too. Uh, so values-based purpose. We want to discover what our life purpose is is based on our values. What are our top priorities? What are our top values? What is our life purpose? What are you doing and why are you doing it, right? What have you chosen to do and why? What is your compelling reason? Uh, there's a difference between must and have to. To be absolutely uh, pragmatic about it, there is nothing we have to do. We Everything is a choice. But when we choose something based on our values and our life purpose, we give ourselves that direction that it becomes our must. I must do this. This is my purpose. This is why I'm here. This is what sparks joy and passion for me. So I must do it. There's, uh, if, if there's a must and a have to that are competing, take a look at that have to and decide what can I do instead? Or how can I make a choice about that? Uh, say, like, I have to pay my taxes. Well, you don't have to. You're going to want to because you don't want to suffer the consequences. But, you know, nobody has to do anything if you look at it that way, right? <laughs> so I don't have to give you a Valentine's Day present? No. No. Just suffer the consequences when you do it. That's all. <laughs> Impact. What goal, achievement from this year will have the most significant impact on your life. So we're taking, we're trying to decide what's my most important goal, right? What's my priority goal? Take a look at your goals and decide what's going to have the most impact on your life, the most important impact. Say your health is in some kind of danger. For instance, a heart condition or you need a hip replacement or something's going on with your health that's kind of urgent and critical right now. Well, then health might need to be your number one priority and taking care of your health would have the most significant impact on your life because it affects all parts of your life. When your health is good, you have an easier time in everything else. When your health is bad or poor or in, 
in, in critical condition, then you are going to have to uh, work around that so much that everything else becomes difficult. So what goal achievement from this year will have the most significant impact on your life? Uh, for me, it's growing my coaching business. That, to me, is going to have the most significant impact on my life because once I have a coaching business up and going, then it'll be easier once that momentum is going to, it'll be easier to carry it on up and continue to grow with it. So what's your goal that has the most significant impact on your life this year? Well, uh, I think, uh, I, I think the health goal is one, it, it can't be, it, it's kind of the natural goal. Because, if, like you said, if you don't have health, what you, you people as you grow older, you eventually realize that if you don't have your health, you can't do anything else. And <laughs> and I used to have this debate with my wife, where right? I'd, she'd say, "You know, let's talk about priorities. What are your priorities?" I'd say, "My health, my work, my family." And it used to frustrate her no end that her family, my family, wasn't the priority. And I tried to explain to her, you know, and I reversed it. You know, just for her, I'd say, "Okay, my family, my health, and my." my business uh, and um but but as i've gotten older i realize that if you as you said i'm just kind of repeating what you said if you don't have health um you don't have much of anything else mm -hmm. but if it becomes a goal it's almost like an obsession i think health should be part of your uh, fundamental makeup right Eating well, uh, being healthy, exercising. I don't think they it's necessarily... It's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a lifestyle as opposed to a goal. Right. Well, it's something that you never uh, completely 100%. I've achieved that. Now I don't need to work on it anymore. Right. Everything it, you do to get to the high quality of health, you have to continue to do to maintain that high right. quality. Uh, agreed. Right. I, I think you can do that. But I think you can do that without making it a goal. You just accept it as part of your lifestyle and 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 incorporate it into your life. You know, that's why I'm feeling guilty right now for not getting my workout in today. As did I. As yeah, but, you didn't get you know, it in I either. Work, yeah. I worked out. I don't work out every day. I try yeah. to work out uh, three to five days a week. Yeah. I'm I'm shooting for five to six and taking Sundays off. Sunday is mm -hmm. kind of my day off. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, so it's not a goal. But I did stretch and did my foam rolling. Yeah. So that's like, you know, keeping things limber and mm -hmm. moving. And stuff, yeah. So. Um, but in terms of a goal. I uh, went up and down the stairs a few times. <laughs> In terms of a goal, <laughs> sorry, I've I've got thirty three hundred and ninety nine steps. Uh, ah, what are you? How many are you? Uh, not very many. Oh, okay. seventeen seventy. Uh, but they were up and downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> With the cat? Did you step on the cat? I don't step on the. All cat. right. Okay. Uh, so go, uh, goal, goal. So my goal kind of is to. Uh, build out the world sand project i'm i'm really interested in building out this channel because it uh, it not only is uh, touches me from a scientific perspective it touches me from an artistic perspective but it also touches me as doing something good for the world perspective uh, 
So I feel very strongly about that. It's given I mean, you purpose. It, it's given me purpose. And in order to get better at that, not only do I have to learn more about microscopy um, and how sand is created, what I have to really learn is geology. And so that's kind of my goal, the, the, the getting the fundamentals, the, the, the foundation of understanding beneath me so that I can apply it to what I'm learning uh, in the World Sand Project and get that more thing. And steps, you may have noticed there's a workbook. Uh, I'm using the great courses to take a, a basically an introductory course in geology. There's There are progressively more advanced courses, which I'll take eventually, but I'm just looking for foundation here. I want to be able to have, I, when, when someone says, you know, pyroplastics, I want to understand what they're saying. Or when someone says biogenics, I want to understand what they're saying so that I can, I can see that, you know, uh, five months ago, I knew nothing about foraminifera. Now, and now it's an obsession. Now it's an obs- well, it's not quite an obsession, but who knew that there's such interesting little miniature creatures? Well, since we're on the topic, why don't you so- show your sand picture? Which one? The most recent one? The the oh. one with the focus. So we we're talking today about focus. Uh, the this the grain of sand in this uh, photo. Can I see it? Um, is a tiny, tiny, tiny thing that you couldn't see very easily uh, without a microscope. But when you put it under a microscope and bring it into focus, everything else fades. I'm gonna. I'm gonna it's gonna. I'm gonna bring it closer to the camera. Everything. But else it's gonna cover us up. So fades and blurs, and you only see the one grain of sand. That's the kind of focus we need to have on our goals, in order to accomplish them, and. Again, we want to choose the one goal that's going to have the most impact on our lives so that we know the most important thing is getting done. And what's interesting about uh, the, the science and the art of microscopy is that it has a limited field of view and it also has a limited depth of field. So not only does it, do you get to focus on that one single object, but it, it blurs out the rest of the stuff that's not so important. Right. And we can apply that you know, in a way to our lives as you're focusing on things and it doesn't have to be a constant focus as you're exercising, you can focus on your exercise and blur out the rest of the stuff that's not important at that point in time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if you're focused on learning, you're like a microscope, you can mm-hmm. blur out the rest of the stuff. So, And I would suggest that we can use our calendar as that microscope. So this is what I do. I, I, you know, I have uh, a show right now at nine o'clock in the morning live. So I make sure that I'm there for that live uh, to do my new year challenge. And then um, at nine thirty, I have on my calendar to get ready to go to the gym. And then I'm supposed to be at the gym at 10 o'clock. And then sometimes I get, you know, I ran a little long on my show and, and then I'm doing my after show stuff that I need to do for the videos to get them out. And then it's getting close to 10 o'clock. At that point, I need to say to my calendar, okay, what's next? Go to the gym. Time to go and let everything else blur out, right? So the calendar keeps moving ahead to the next event and the next event. And when you get to it, you focus on it. That's what I was supposed to be focused on during this time. That's what I decided ahead of time. So it's time to blur everything else out and focus on the one thing that's supposed to be happening right now. 
So the next uh, deciding factor in what is our most important goal is our passion. What takes your full attention while you're doing it? Uh, to me, I think, and to Toby, it's learning something new that we're passionate about or that sparks a lot of interest and excitement for us. And in me, that would be either coaching topics or um, starting uh, and growing a online small business. Those are the things that have captured my attention right now. And of course, he's just told us that he's captured by geology and the sand project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and microscopy to to a lesser extent. So that's how we know what our top goal is. Oops. Uh, you're fine. I'm. I was trying to open up your. Uh, trying to unobtrusively open up your. Yeah, I didn't. It won't restream. advance. So you have to click oh, on that. Oh, I'm the, sorry. Go. There we go. What else uh, helps us decide? What is uniquely you? What do you believe is worth doing? That other people might not. This kind of reminds me of that quote that uh, Forrest Fenn was talking about, you know, uh, knowing those things not worthy of knowing uh, or being something that other people might not think is worthy of being or doing something that other people might not think is worthy of doing. What drives you that other people might not be interested in? Um, so my experience, of course, is mostly with my children and, uh, to some extent, my friends, my friends uh, who have not acquired an interest in microscopy or geology or things like that. But my family and friends both know me well enough to know that this is an interest of mine, that, I, that when I pursue these interests, it's with a passion. And that's why I have, a, you know, knowledge of a lot of different areas uh, in my life. And uh, I think the children especially saw that early on um, because they used to refer to it as a phase, like, what phase is dad in right now, you know? <laughs> and they could tell by the magazines. Like, what or, do we send him for his birthday? Yeah, exactly. He wants a vial of Sam. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. all we're looking for. Um, <laughs> uh so uh, they've grown to accept it. You know me well enough now after, what, seven, eight years to know that I have these phases that draw a lot of interest. I know you well enough to know that you enjoy uh, the continuing education of adulthood. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Well, it. just today I was going through all of my, um, this is funny because it was like, oh, my gosh, it's taking so long. I hate doing this. It's such, it feels like such a waste of time. But it was kind of necessary. I went through all my groups that I have joined on Facebook in the last, I don't know, eight, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And there was some on there that I really needed to get rid of. I, they were either already archived. Mm -hmm. uh, they were like, ha I have no interest Inactive. in that yeah. anymore. And so I deleted a whole bunch of groups that I had no interest in anymore. And it's funny how we, you know, as we evolve, those interests change, change. so much. Yeah. And the people in our lives, you know, cycle in and then out. Uh, just like the the waves of the ocean yeah. and <laughs> those yeah. cycles that we go through. And um, it's funny that we have a large channel, a gypsy's kiss, and then we get these subsets of people. You know, we have a subset who enjoys 
the sand channel and we have geologists in there and teachers and people who are interested in that. And then we have people, a subset who come here to talk about life coaching topics and, uh, you know, uh, positive thinking and law of attraction and transitions and all of that type of thing. So, uh, the, although there, you know, the, the gypsies kiss group is really large everybody's got many, many interests. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, we can get subsets of people out for uh, There's that a small well. percentage that are very focused on, for example, the treasure hunt. But you can tell just by the conversations you have. And we even have the room. member group for them, right. you know, for those who are super and, dedicated. And they are, on the other hand, in that member group, we have a guy who's a geologist and who loves talking about the geological component of the World Sand Project. And the same is true in the chat room. You know, you can tell just by the chat that they have. Uh, there's a lot of interests other than the uh, than the fen. In addition to the right. fen treasure, not right. in lieu of the right. fen treasure, uh, and I think that's that's a good healthy lifestyle when you can continue to uh, learn uh, the older you get. Because I think, you know, aside from the benefit of having acquired new knowledge, uh, there's the mental stimulation, the the you know stimulation of the brain that occurs when you do. Uh, right, exercise, keeps you elastic. Learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elast elasticity. Elasticity. Yeah. Elasticity. Right. So moving forward. Um, so take what is important to you, take your vision for the future, and turn it into a number. So Toby has a number for the World Sand Project. He wants to get to 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I want to get to uh, 10 clients in my business. We have numbers. Um, so if you can come up with a number, say uh, you want to lose a certain number of pounds or you want to get to a certain number on the scale, that could be your number. Um, if you want to stop smoking, uh, maybe the amount of money you're going to save by not purchasing uh, smoking materials, that's your number. Uh, think of a number that that has meaning for you that represents your goal and write that number down in big, bold, colorful numbers and post the number where you'll see it often. And that's going to be a little reminder for you. Oh, I'm working towards the hundred. I'm working towards the thousand. I'm working towards the 10 and uh, it'll keep that fresh in your mind and help you focus in on it. Prioritize, right? Choose what means the most to you today. Then put your focus solidly on that particular goal until you get it done, right? Until uh, we work on a goal until it happens. And that's called taking massive action. Just continuing to work on it until it happens. You know, we might come across some obstacles. We might uh, run into some difficulties or we might feel like quitting. You know, what always happens is when I feel like quitting and as I, as I remember, you know, that story of, of people coaching other people and they would say to them, don't quit now. You're almost there. You know, and you're, if you just turn around this corner, you'll be there. You know, it's just like, like, I'm going to drive to Santa Fe and then I put the information in my GPS and then I get five miles away from Santa Fe and I'm like, ah, oh, never going to get there. So I turn around and go home. Uh -huh. That'd be kind of silly. Uh -huh. um, but I know where Santa Fe is. I know how far it is. 
But with a goal, a lot of times we don't know how far it is, how much more work I have to do to get there. So it can be very discouraging. Yeah, there's no way to determine short of using statistical, uh, you know, like uh, statistical tools like uh, Social Blade, whether or not you're going to make a thousand subscribers mm -hmm. by the end of the year. And they can't. Uh, right. They can't predict it. You just do either. the things that have worked for you right. in the past. Right. And then if they don't work in this in this situation, then you got to try new things. And then you make an agreement with yourself that if I don't get to a thousand, I really have to consider the benefit of you know have I learned as much as I can? Yeah. Uh, is there any further benefit? Have from I gotten to five hundred? Have I gotten to five hundred? What yeah. could I do to get to a thousand? You yeah. know. So uh, you you shoot you you pick a reasonable number. There's not going to be 10,000 subscribers to the World Sand Project in one year. It's just I know YouTube well enough to know that's not going to happen. But at the same time, I think 1,000 is possible. And I have a goal of 1,000 for this channel yeah. so we so, can get monetized. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and that's kind of the reason behind so it. So if you have family and friends who are not yet subscribed, <laughs> bring them <laughs> this over. This would be the ideal time. That's right. Um, but the other thing about the 1,000 subscribers is it indicates enough of an interest that you keep doing the job. You know, it's it's those subscribers that show up and you see the live stream uh, uh, visitors, mm -hmm. uh, viewers mm -hmm. coming in and you see that growing. Yeah. And that reinforces the idea that maybe you are doing something really yeah. right and really good here. Mm -hmm. And that's that. Oh, you know. I, I agree. I put up my, my little chat window in the mornings, you know, and then some days there's no comments in there. And some days there's a whole big conversation. Mm -hmm. And the days when there's a big conversation, I go longer and I talk more with people and I'm more excited about being there. And when there's no conversation, it's just like, well, I'm just going to do the work. I'm going to do the things I promised and then move forward and not take it personally, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we have to do. Decisions are easier when you've defined your one most important goal, because then you can eliminate all other options. They blur out, right? Like the sand grain and everything else blurs out. Just focusing on that, eliminating everything else. Focusing on effective action. Okay, I need to finish... Um, the course that I'm working on, what's going to be the action I need to take? Well, I'm going to have to spend at least an hour every day watching the videos. And then I'm going to need to spend some time on finishing the worksheets. So what is, that's what the actions are that I need to take. Keeping track of progress. Okay, I got that done. Check. What's next? Uh, move forward. Uh, keep track of. I keep track of my progress on my weight loss. I weigh myself every morning and write it down in my journal. Um, and some days, it's it's exciting. Hey, I lost I lost weight. Woohoo! And some days it's not so exciting. I didn't lose any weight. And some days it's kind of disappointing. Oh, I put on a half a pound. What's that about? Uh, keeping track helps us to tweak our our what we're doing so that we uh, get the results that we want and staying motivated. Decisions are easier, and we stay motivated when we know what our number one goal is and the steps to get there. I like this picture. Isn't that cool? Uh -huh. <laughs> so I, I do want to read a comment from the chat room. It's from William. and It's not really a question, but I, I'd like your uh, okay. position on it. William says, seems a personal moral compass and a sense of self-awareness is the driving force to goals and gratification. 
You mm. definitely need to know what your values and priorities are in order to set your goals. That's right. Mm. And then the goals give you uh, are, are pieces of your purpose, right? My purpose is this, to help people and to make the world a better place. And the pieces of it are uh, to develop a coaching uh, practice and uh, to get the word out and the message out to offer free coaching on YouTube. These are the pieces of that total purpose. Mm -hmm. All right. I didn't All mean right. to interrupt. I just no. I'm I'm here and it says uh, let's start start defining our priorities starting today by getting the support you need to find clarity, set goals and achieve your desires. A lot of us in middle age decide, I don't know what I want, you know, especially if we've been putting our kids or our spouses ahead of us for so long, it's finally our turn to be at the counter ordering what we want, and we don't know what we want, right? And you sent everybody up ahead of you to to order and to get what they wanted and you waited and you thought, Hey, that sounds good. Well, that sounds good too. That sounds good. Then you finally get up to the counter to order and you don't know what you want. So if you don't know what you want and you need clarity, then get some coaching, learn the best way to enjoy the transitional journey. As you realize your dreams, find out what you want and reach for them. And you can join now the New Year Challenge, which is going on. Uh, you can sign up at the link in the description box below. It's totally free. It's going through this coming Sunday. We're going to have a get-together of all the people who have participated. And uh, we'll be chatting about what we've learned. Um, we'll have time for questions and answers. And uh, we'll have some prizes for participants. So check that out the link in the description box. Also, I'm offering a free discovery coaching session, um, which can offer you some clarity, confidence, and purpose. If you are at the counter not knowing what to order, check this out in the uh, eSofterSide.com. You can schedule a free discovery coaching session with me, and we can talk about your goals. Now we're going to open up the phone lines, and again, you can give us a call, you can text us, and the number is 202-815-1171, and here's another prompt for you. What is your greatest challenge or obstacle when it comes to sticking with your goal? Let's talk about that a little bit while we're waiting for people to call in and see who's in the chat room. So in the chat room, we have Corey Jacobs, who's uh, Hi, Corey. Our, a very uh, committed viewer, along mm -hmm. with Tony Rusi. Uh, Violet Mercury is in the room, our new, uh, new viewer at Softer Side also, though she's visited us at... Uh, and she's often in my 9 a.m. show, too. Oh, she is? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Boxhound, Corey Jacobs, I've already said. Huli's in the room, our mod one of our moderators. Um, let's see. Boxhound says... That's a big box. I don't know. I didn't know where he said it. Uh, a big box? Oh, oh. The, they're talking about the treasure hunt. Oh. <laughs> um... Healthy has to be a reality, says Tony. Life goal. Uh, Tony quotes Yoda, uh, says, there is no try, do. <laughs> so apparently baby Yoda can make the same, is good enough to make the same quote. Oh, okay, cool. Let's see. Oh, Heather Don's in the room. She says, hi, hey, Sean and Toby. Um, 
I would like to develop. Oh, Violet says I would like to develop my nature photography skills. Um, so I'll give you the the best advice that I got when I started as a photographer, and that is, if you're shooting nature, uh, never shoot after ten in the morning or before four in the afternoon. <coughs> In other words, when the sun's directly overhead and it's too yeah. bright. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you have to adjust for, uh, for you know, the various... Uh, there are a lot of courses out there on nature photography mm -hmm. and photography in general. Uh, if you go to any of the sites that offer courses, you can even look for free ones and really low-cost ones, and they have specials on them, uh, like Udemy or Skill Success, or um, there's several of those creative creative something creative live something like that there's a lot of those uh, udemy has udemy yeah. has them and they're the, the least expensive creative is it creative live? creative live i think yeah, it is creative live. there's a lot of them out there and but, uh, you can find sales and specials and freebies so udemy uh, did i mention box sounds in the room udemy has the nice thing about udemy is their pricing structure yeah they have a lot of sales yeah and nothing is really that expensive the stuff that's really expensive is the stuff that gets into technology yeah very or good. making money online those kinds of things mm -hmm. but uh i um as my drone skills as as the drone technology changed uh getting progressively more uh firmware driven uh I had to enhance my skills in order to be able to use uh, the drone in a more productive way. I had to learn more about how to fly a drone that had that much of a brain, basically. And so I got all those courses on Udemy. Yeah, of course, you can find a lot of stuff just free on YouTube as well. Yeah, it's just not true. as uh, organized as you would find in a course. Yeah. And if you have the time to sort through it, then that's it's a really good option, too. Well, Violet, Violet says a drone would be good, uh, nice to have. Uh, drones, the prices are coming down. Uh, DJI, which is the premier drone maker uh, for the consumer, just announced the um, Mini Mavic. And I think in its basic form is $799, but the software that it has inside of it is the same software that's on my uh, Mavic uh, Pro. So... Um, They've come a long way, and they're amazingly, they're a lot easier to fly than uh, they used to be. You just have to read the instructions, basically, but uh, a lot easier than they used to be. So what is your greatest challenge when it comes to sticking with a goal? Me? Yeah. Um, I talked about mine this morning at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I think, I think uh, my biggest problem is, uh, and it may come just as a matter of old age, but uh, I, am, I am easily distracted. Uh -huh. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the major one. I really have to focus. And I've been doing good with this uh, course in geology that I'm taking. Uh, but I'm, and I'm not, I want to say, I'm forcing myself. I'm not forcing myself. I'm just finding the right times. For example, um, you can either listen to the course or watch the course, watch the, the, they're in 30 minute segments. There's 31 of them. So you're going to have as, you're probably going to have as m more hours in this geology course than you would have in a geology 101 in college. Uh, so what I was, so I've got to see the course, but I also, when I go for my workout, I listen to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. then I read through the book to make sure that I picked up and that's when I make my notes. And it's kind of fun because I, I haven't studied like this necessarily since I was in school. And the last time I was this kind of serious in school was at the Corcoran in, in Washington. And that was back in 19... 
70 something, you know. So it's kind of fun to sit down at night and say, oh, I need to do my homework. I need to do my reading and things like that. Uh, because I used to be good at that. I, I, it, I wasn't as easily distracted back then. So this is it, just the idea that this has to get done and that I'm interested in doing it is forcing me into not being distracted. And, um, and it's forced, also forced me into, uh, I don't want to say scheduling my time, planning my time better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I know that Wednesdays is is dedicated to the fact that we have three shows and each show has a different set of requirements right. and things that, you know, I have to process the sand sample. I have to get pictures. I have to prepare yours, download your your presentation, get ready for AGK, but download the email. So so it's it's, you know, forced me to be more practical about scheduling my days. Mm-hmm. And now. The nice thing, the other nice thing about it is Saturday is a day of the week where I don't have anything on my schedule, as is Sunday, except for this one because we have a plan. So Saturdays and Sundays have become the fun, like, oh, I don't have to do anything today weekend, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, it's kind of interesting because not it's just because of our schedule. It's not like a work week, you know. I certainly don't work as hard as, say, Kevin, for example. Uh, but... Uh, I've got a work week, and I, I have a four-day work week and a three-day weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then my work week starts on Tuesday as we start planning for our uh, member vault, things mm-hmm. like that. It's kind of fun. And and I think it has, you know, as as I get older, I think it has an impact, a positive impact on living life. You know, you just, you want to, I don't know. Well, I, I believe that routine... Uh, it does so many things for us. Uh, it keeps us like every day I get up uh, between 7 and 7.30, make my coffee, do the dishes. Uh, then I head upstairs. I meditate. I uh, read through my affirmations. I fill in my journal. And then I prepare for my 9 o'clock live show. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Everything has become very regular so that I know, and it gets done, and it becomes habit. And when once something becomes habit, you just don't even have to look up, uh, you know, and I have a list, a checkoff list. Okay, do this before the live stream, uh-huh. do this after the live stream, you know, everything that I need to get done. But as I do it every day... I don't have to look at the list as much. It becomes Mm -hmm. habit and, um, you know, and then it becomes simple and easy to do rather than a big, oh gosh, this is going to be, you know, uh, stress. How Mm -hmm. how am I going to get this done? It becomes, I do this all the time. It's so easy. Um, so that's how we make things into habits is just scheduling them, them. following through every day and, and letting our calendar be our microscope. So that uh, that speech that William McRaven, Admiral, uh, former retired Admiral William McRaven, uh, uh, gives, where he tells, he, they ask him to speak at his school, and he tells the make your bed story. He always tells the make your bed story. And the make your bed story is get out of bed and don't do anything until you've made your bed. Well, I and don't that, have to make my bed. I Kevin's know. still in it when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, the point that I'm making is that uh, is is that that's how you build habits by just doing them? That's and right. if your first habit is making the bed, you can say, "Well, at least today I've I done did one that. thing." That's right. What's next? Right. You know, you can ask, "What's next after that?" It does give you that sense of accomplishment, yeah. even if it's a small thing. Right, and that's what it. It's not hard to make your bed. It it's easier not to. 
I yeah. want to sleep in it tonight. Why do I have to make it now? You know, you've asked me that because there's been days where mm-hmm. I, I didn't make it in the morning and I feel like, oh, I need to make my bed. And and you tell me you're going to bed in four hours or whatever oh, it is. Oh, well, like in an hour. Yeah, yeah. So, you're but supposed it's part to of anyway. That. You stay up the, too late. Yeah, That's a problem. Anyway. <clears throat> so, uh, so mine, and I talked about this this morning, uh, is very similar to yours. Uh, the distraction, the mm-hmm. shiny object. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I have my business coaching program that I need to work my way through. But there comes a point in time where I get to a, a place where it's like, mm, that's going to be kind of hard. And I'm going to have to make some decisions. And, and what I do going forward is based on those decisions. So they better be the right decisions. Uh, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Let me go do something else that's easy. That doesn't yeah. require a thought or work. Um, so that buffering of a free training shows up. Oh, well, I can do, go do this free training. That's that's good stuff. I'm going to need that. And, you know, I do get some benefit from mm-hmm. it. And I might even get a new idea that helps me in the thing that I'm working on. Yet at the same time, I'm not doing the thing I said I was going to do. And um, that's not good. That builds up this... Uh, this emotional mm-hmm. childhood for you that that you know you become the toddler i don't wanna i don't have to i don't wanna and <laughs> so you don't get it done and it's like eh, oh well and then you know two three months come down the line and you're like i never did get that done did i you know and you feel shame from it so uh yeah we have to face it head on every day and say what did i do today to get my goal accomplished Mm -hmm. or to you know get something done on it yeah and and in addition to improving myself in terms of my knowledge base uh i'm doing other things with the channel that you know that i didn't we can't do with the gypsy's kiss the gypsy's kiss doesn't have the benefit of a byproduct of photographs and maps that come out every show so i'm cataloging those and then i'm finding a way to put them on twitter and uh, just use the go the channel my bit next big project for the channel is built out the Instagram component because there are people who have a hashtag sand wars mm. or a hashtag sand mining. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we can use that as, as a way to promote, uh, promote the channel. So it's a lot of fun. Building a new channel is always a lot of fun. It's always scary and it's always a bit intimidating. It's, a, it's an experiment. Right. And you don't have to attach any emotion to it. It's just an experiment. That's, that's the key. Is yeah. There is no success. I'm going to do a William, you know, uh, Yoda would say, there is no success, there is no failure, there is just doing. You know, but doing in a way that it is self-satisfying. You know, it's something that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make any difference. I mean, you've heard me talk, you know, the children will say, so what are you doing? What's this thing about the sand channel? And then I bore them to death talking about it. and uh, And they don't. You know, there's a point at which they don't want to hear about it anymore. Okay, go ahead. I know what you're talking about. On the other hand, you know, over the holidays, uh, my daughter, Sean, brought her mother-in-law. I guess she's my mother-in-law, too. I mean, is she a mother-in-law? How am I related to Daryl's mom? Yeah, Donna. Uh, she's a fellow in-law. That's oh, okay. what I am. All right, fellow in-law. <laughs> what was, but what was interesting is um, the boys have heard my World Sand Project pit, pitch. Sean has heard my well, Royal Sand Project pitch, but she was she was telling Donna, "You need to hear this. You need to 
you know, we've already heard it, but I think you'll like hearing it and watch this video, you know. So she was kind of pitching it, even though she she wasn't as excited about it now, but it was she was excited enough to find someone else that she cares about, right? Mm-hmm. If she didn't care about Donna, she could have said, Ugh, you don't want to have any, it's about sand, forget about it. Yeah. She didn't do that. Yeah. And, and so that's always neat to see the people, even though they might not indicate to you that there's a great deal of interest, there's enough interest that they're willing to share it with somebody else. Look, look what my dad is doing. You know, look at what that crazy old guy is doing. He's talking about sand, but he's put it together in a YouTube channel and Instagram, mm-hmm. you know. So, mm-hmm. And we have learned a lot from doing YouTube. I mean, for one thing, we've learned to detach from the results and look at it as an experiment right. rather than, oh, um, they don't like me yeah. or um, they said this mean thing to me and, 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 and allowing it to change how we feel yeah. or allowing it to make us quit. We've learned a lot about uh, how to detach from that and just let people think what they want to think yeah. and no it's the okay nature it's the nature of the beast when you put yourself out there in public that you know the chances are you're going to you're going to come up against people that simply don't like you for and they'll make up their own reasons of, whether of or course, not you're you're course. unlikable they'll find ways not to like you yeah. but as i always say to my friends who are uh, building youtube channels youtube gives you the tools to create a fence that's a protective fence so you don't have to deal with it. Well, they don't have to be bullied. Yeah. You don't have you don't, to be bullied. You, you don't have to. You they, know, allow people to have their own opinions, right. but they don't need to bully you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so once you get to that point and just ignore the rest, uh, we, we, you know, we don't play down uh, because that's what it is. And a lot of the people that do that do it because they need attention, because they want attention. And they know that negativity gets attention. Mm-hmm. And once you know that, then you just ignore them. You know? yeah. so. so we've learned a lot from having YouTube channels. And I think you learn a lot from any kind of business that you have. Uh, it provides information to you for the future and for other areas of your life. What else is going on? So Angel says, mine is physical pain. I, I don't know whether that's her focus. Oh, her distraction. That's what's distracting, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um and says she has osteoarthritis in spine, hips, shoulders. She just had her right rotary cuff and bicep repaired and now need left one done after I'm finished with physical therapy with the right one. So uh, she's going through a difficult physical time. And, um, you know, if you start, so it can be <coughs> the big distraction yeah. or you can make health your goal mm-hmm. and just say yeah. all that process. And it sounds like she's doing uh, the right things, you mm-hmm. know, right now in order to make that kind of progress physiologically. Um, but if you just make it a goal, then it's not a distraction. It's, right. It's part it's of the, the goal. Yeah. Not that being in pain is part of achieving the goal. You want to reduce pain. You want to increase your, uh, your flexibility, things like that. Uh, but it's hard to do when you're not feeling well to begin with, you know. It's true. It's so. true. And that's sometimes when we need mo- the most help uh, mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Is, is during that. Is, yeah, yeah, when yeah, everything physical is hurting. And um, I know. that This past year has been that just kind of year where every time I did something, it created a, you know, some kind of damage that I'd never had before, you know. And I had to come get through it. So. Mm-hmm. We uh, had to get through it. We had to get through it because I laid a lot of it on our, rela- you know, I... 
whined a lot. I didn't need to whine so much as I did. Well, it wasn't whining. It was just distraction, distracting. Yeah. You know, I couldn't focus because all mm-hmm. I wanted to do was somehow fix it. And it wasn't, I guess, the discouraging because thing. Because what we it, resist it persists. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't fix yeah. itself. Right. You actually have to take some kind of action in order to uh, uh, make headway. Yeah. For the softer side, I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Thank you for listening to the softer side podcast with life coaches, Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice. Schedule coaching or interviews with us by email at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and get your free life by design tips, downloads and mini courses by visiting our member vault at 